yellow. Well, we dropped the dead weight, everyone. Oh, we dropped the dead weight for sure. Fucking, it's just <laughs> me and Adam, and I'm thinking about leaving too. <laughs> if you're leaving, I'm out of here. Anyone looking for a channel? We're selling for cheap. It's just, it's just gonna be Adam here in a minute. Oh man, I'm not that good at talking to myself like you are. No. I, just, I gotta have a list. I don't have a list. If you left me right now, I guess I would interact with the chat for a few minutes, but I need a list of things to fall back on. That's the secret behind my live streams is I have a word document that's full from top to bottom with things to talk about. And I just get it from like emails and different things like that. So sometimes I cover the stuff on my word document. Sometimes I just randomly go off on a rant, but I gotta have a list with this show. There's, there's, three other people or two other people so usually someone's got something to now talk. there's one other person so yeah. like, everything's fine well, i mean i got a few things on my list as we were like talking one sentence yeah i've got a few things but oh. yeah i don't know joe and uh joe and bill both say that they're coming but they're gonna i got a ticket you got a ticket i got into actually a little fender bender list oh, i remember uh, you saying that yeah. yeah it sucked I'm driving. I was trying to treat my kids. You know, I woke up. Were early. you in a personal car or a company car? Personal car. Good for you, my friend. Good this for is you. The, this is the first time in like probably 14, 15 years that I've dinged anything whatsoever. Yeah. Driving. I was taking them to get some, uh, not only one of my kids. I'm like, get in the car. Where are we going? It was going to be a surprise. Taking them to get donuts, you know, for breakfast Saturday yeah. morning. We're driving. And then uh, the dude ahead of me. We're at a stoplight. There's like two cars ahead of me. The dude ahead of me starts moving forward and I start moving forward. And then I look down to pick up my coffee and he slams on his brakes because the guy oh. in front of him was not moving. Yeah. But I nailed him. And I just got out. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry. It was my, I was picking up my coffee, you know? Damn. Damn. So as a business owner, you know, there's perks and there's ways that you can do things. If you run a business and you do it the right way, you typically have a company car, right? And company cars, our cool thing to have because it's a write-off use it for business reasons all that stuff but the downside to a company car is if you get into an accident in a company car and they see your insurance card and it says a business name on it that's a guaranteed lawsuit guaranteed across the board someone's gonna sue you and that's what sucks yeah um and especially here because so we, just... we he we called the police the police came out he's like at first he's like do you want to file a report uh, and like the guy's like, oh yeah, absolutely. He's like this younger guy, and the the cop was totally just gonna drive away and be like, okay, whatever. Yeah. Uh, but then he gave me a ticket when he filed the report because somebody's got to get a ticket, right? Um, and then the the guy's like, I don't even know if my car's driving. And it's like we were at a stoplight, and we were going like one mile an hour. What do you mean your car's not drivable, dude? Yeah. What the heck? So that's silly. Um, I had a recent car uh one of my guys got into a car accident a while back and it just blew my mind and it just shows you how much of a scam and how stupid our legal system is is the other person's insurance company reached out to our insurance company and then said what are your policy limits like they were asking what my limits were for my insurance policy and then my insurance company calls us and says hey they want to know what our limits are and i'm like why are you calling me and why are you even answering this question it's none of their business what our limits are what is the damages that's all that matters yeah so that's just how much of a scam it is like they want to know what our limits are so they can max them out like no i was just so irritated when they asked us that so uh hey joe hey 
Nice of you to join us. Huh? You're, you're getting later and later every week, huh? I'm it's all about consistency, expect? though. Hey, at least. Yeah. Right. Yep, that's right. Increments five minutes I, later every week. Apparently, I need to send Joe some new shirts because uh, you were know ones there, huh? Yeah, I have a mixture of yours, new and old. But this one, I, had to, I was just wearing it. So uh, honestly, ones. like they start to fade, but they're still super comfortable because I have a bunch of faded ones that I wear, too. They're comfortable. It, it looks cooler faded. Although, yeah. like, dude, a large look at this, dude, it's fucking popping, dude. Uh, yeah, you need me to send you a female V. I got V necks and female <laughs> shirts, like women's shirts, women's cuts. They come like way down here. So, my time. that's a little too much. Oh, um, I think probably it's just uh, it's not turned the right direction because I've never seen his lights before on his mic and I can see the lights. So, that's oh. hold on, guys. Let's go ahead and pause the show so we can let Joe kind of work the kink <laughs> out here. Sorry, guys, it's all good. He's busy really. making spaghetti, everyone. Yep. Yeah, unfortunately. Yep. What are you? So I'm curious what the drawing's about today. So you're showing the recovery process on. That's why you were late because you were drawing some freaking cartoon stick figure recovery. Yeah, it's like process. win, loser, draw on the back there. Yeah. What do we got? You're you're showing a recovery tank, and um, are you trying to distract me from what you're drawing <laughs> there? Huh? Yeah. I see a manifold. I see a manifold. I'll uh, what give the you heck? a manifold. Huh? I'll give you a manifold. Yeah. Is my mic better or what? It's better, yeah. Yep. I got a picture of Bill on a very funny thing that he did last weekend. I don't know if you guys seen that yet. No, I don't know if I've seen it. I'm going to send it to you guys. Hold on. While you're doing that, I want to yeah. say hey to everybody in the chat. We got all yeah. the usual suspects in there right now. I see Clive in there. I saw Rick, HVACR Survival, Will Speed, Brett Wetzel, uh, Ted, uh, Dave G, Laska. Jessica Egan, Chipmunk, lots of lots of great people. If I missed your name, it's because there's so many. So right on, Sean S., uh, Pat Finley, lots of cool people in here. So what's up, everybody? Yeah, what's going on? What is going on? We got uh, – it's been a crazy week, man. I, I was talking to Adam before the show, you know, because Adam and I, we usually get in here, I don't know, hour to 45 minutes early and have a nice conversation before Try to like yeah right that's over exaggerating yeah, no legit i've been recording for a half an hour and uh we we, we like take our mics and we go like this audio is it, working? is it facing the right direction yeah. hello check 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 is our camera on are we crooked yep. yeah <laughs> things out um but uh we were talking and i am, am super like I'm getting busier and busier every day, but a lot of my stuff, I'm fixing equipment that should be replaced because we can't get parts. We can't get stuff. Well, we'll what up, jerks? What's up, my friend? How are you? Oh, man. I just flew into town. Boy, are my arms tired. Oh, yeah? You flew like this? Whee! <laughs> Is there any other way to fly? First class, man. Yeah, it's 2.0 shirt. Oh, yeah. I identify as heat pump curious. <laughs> kablam that's funny Man, but, how's uh, my audio sound we didn't have time for a sound check because like well well know. no actually we did have time you missed you guys. this part yeah. Yeah, adam guys and did. i have been audio checking for the last half hour 45 minutes so we've had, had a, plenty of time i gotta crank up my volume you guys got it's you guys pretty, sound no your volume's actually fun. your volume's perfect bro you right. just need to crank up your headphones if anything because your volume yeah that's point. what i gotta do that's we, what uh, i got to do me and uh we me and Chris, we we kind of ruined, we spoiled all the topics for tonight. We we already went through everything before the show. Yeah, so now we don't have anything to talk about. I mean, so it's just like another Friday night. Another Friday night. It. 
every topic yeah. that I've ever come up with, I'm like, hey, guys, I got these talking points, this mm-hmm. idea. We can segue into this. Structured it, A, B, C, and D. One, two, three. Looks Chris. like... Uh, Look, Chris has a list. Show me your list. I got my list right here. Got a list. <laughs> There's three got... things on that. And hey, but only I, like, one so, sentence. Hey, slow your roll, bro. You give me these three things, I can talk for the rest of the show. So, I mean, get ready? That's true. That's Tell true. me when to take off, and I'll take off. No. <laughs> but, um, we've been fixing, like, so much stuff that shouldn't be fixed and it's been blowing my mind like but it's good for me because normally uh, the kind of customers that i work for they buy a lot of their own equipment and i sell them the parts but they're always replacing equipment proactively but they can't get equipment i'm surprised you you get all the parts um i'm starting to question i was talking the other day i was talking to my dad and i was telling him because we've been we've been kind of like when we find parts we've been buying extras of them and stuff you know and kind of stockpiling And, uh, thing I've now. been thinking about it. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm contemplating starting to buy some five ton compressors and like, cause we're having to change a lot of five ton compressors right now. And eventually there's going to be a shortage on those, you know? And it's like, we, we definitely stocked up on refrigerant. Um, we spent, we blew our wad buying a bunch of refrigerant. We're like, you know what? We're just going to get ready for this craziness. And, and you know, on the, uh, sort of the flip side of that, I don't know what it is about uh, fryer. So I do a lot of fryer work lately and these, uh, they have oil pump motors in them. Yeah. And those are just, they're just hard to come by lately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like I'm audio, seeing uh, visual more and more people. And it's what? funny too, because I'll even have like facilities directors from the restaurant chains. They'll reach mm-hmm. out now and they're like, hey, we need this part in Las Vegas. Do you happen to have it? And I look and I'm like, I do, but I only have one. And like, I don't tell them that, but I'm like, nope, don't got it. You know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, because I'm not going to give them my one you know so they can go fix something over there and then when i need it they're like what are you gonna do what are you gonna do and it's like oh you know like a couple weekends ago i had to find an electronic expansion valve like i found one in the entire state of ohio now there was like two supply houses i didn't call but you know i almost called four or five like on a friday night you know paid the extra fee to have them open up go in their computer do whatever they got to do but so I was kind of shocked. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna flex a little bit right now, and uh, you just make drive friends. to Sporlin and be like, "Hey, no, I need to make make friends in high places." I just thought about that right now. I haven't had to to lean on any of my people yet, but I'm like sitting here thinking, "Oh yeah, I, I got some contacts." Like, mm-hmm. I'll call the CEO. You know, like, "Hey, we need to figure this out, dude. I need these parts. You got to help me out because I'm making I'm a video." I just call Chris. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll call I'll... Chris and he'll make a video about it. <laughs> I, have a, uh, I had a boiler that went down in a church where you have two ultra boilers and the inducer oh, went bad. The best boilers ever. I think your mic is now not working, though. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. You suck, out. Joe. You suck. <laughs> Everybody hates you. Uh, I'm just going to, I think, I think I'm just going to go ahead and send Joe a care package uh, my, and it's going to be a Windows uh, PC, a fucking my, road mixer, and a road microphone and some headphones. And I'm going to be like, plug this in and don't ever fucking touch it. He just it. needs a camera. His thing is, he's trying to yeah. like, uh, like balling on a budget. He's got his phone in there. Yeah. People are calling him. He's got blue dots on the screen. Nobody knows. Well, what you know, it's not like he's got a bunch of people over where he has to like break down that whole setup, put it away, and like break it out every day sure. or every Friday. Yeah. You know, it's like he just leaves it there, but somehow it still breaks all the time. Except my phone. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Sequest is always saying, "Be nice to me. You're awesome, buddy." Alaska Friars, you say? Did they bless you after fixing them? Well, we didn't get that far, Alaska. Do Although you I, uh, when you're a couple of them fryer? Fixed, huh? When you're testing the fryer, do you get to like deep fry anything you want? 
No, no, I can deep fry their products. Oh, so you can't like bring just, in your peanut butter and jelly sandwich and be like, let's test. No, this. I'm like, here's a handful of Oreos, and then I found a snowball. Let's fry yeah. this. <laughs> and they're like, no, you can't do that. I'm like, what about I've this been, shoe? Today, I don't know why you brought that up, and I had a fucking panic moment because I was working in like the panic restaurant. At the disco moment. They were working the fryers, and as I was walking uh-huh. by, I was on my phone, and I just instantly thought, motherfucker, I'm gonna drop my phone in the fryer. And then I was like, Dude, could I get my other phone out fast enough to record it? Like, because that would be epic. But you know how many times I've almost done that because I have to take pictures of everything I do. So I'm standing over like a fryer, like taking a picture of the oil as the uh, as the vats refilling or something like that. And I'm like, dude, I'm my hands are already. St- greasy i'm gonna drop my phone right into the fryer oh that's too what's that saying like out of the fire into the fryer yeah and what's that now adam i was gonna say you have like two or three phones though so it wouldn't make that big of a difference but only one that's capable of making phone calls well then don't use that one for pictures yeah but that one's also connected to the internet so i can upload all my pictures to our uh i don't know uh, software whatever software we use um, um joe t in chat hey joe um he has a question how do you all deal with burnout seems like fries. the people i work with hmm. are looking to get out of the trade after two years wow yeah. burnout is an interesting problem here i want to bring this up because joe's over here like wanting to out bill so um joe <laughs> is super happy that he has this picture of bill riding a fucking reindeer. oh nice <laughs> thank you <laughs> i love that picture I, it made I me made... laugh I made my wife take that picture. Guys, look at that. <laughs> and he's wearing like, an NWO no. shirt. Yeah, it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, this NWA. is, I, I actually forgot I was wearing that shirt, but that's a good point. Like, look at my dad's shoes. I got my yeah. mom jeans on. I got my NWO shirt on, riding a wooden reindeer. That reindeer yeah, was built in 1913. That's I a, would uh, feel like you would, you'd like ruin it. You're kind of big. You could see everyone could know. tell like, you're the stature of the great curious no like the the chupacabra (laughs) woman that was next to me like that heaved her whole giant body up onto this zebra like i was like i i mean i'm like dude this thing is older than the titanic you can't get on there like what are you doing like this isn't a log ride bitch you got to get down (laughs) like hey zeus hey zeus asked the question if you ever steal some fries from the fryers bill no. You ever steal food? Yeah. You, you guys have any cool stories oh, about dude. taking food from the dude, restaurant? Let me. I've got some. Can I share? Can I share a picture from yeah. a fryer job that I did? Can yeah. we put post it in it the up chat here? and I'll do it. Put it in the chat, the the Facebook chat, and then I'll download it and put it on. Okay, give me. I'll like, keep talking while you're doing that. You do that while I look like I'm doing something with my phone. All right. Um. The uh, uh I had a restaurant many years ago. It was an Aca- no, it was a Chevy's, Chevy's Mexican restaurant. They don't even exist around here anymore. But um, I was in there and they used to f- uh roast chilies. And I walked in and they had a, a tray that they just roasted the chilies. And I was like, oh man, I was I was super hungry and I wanted one of those Blame. chilies. So I walk into the walk-in and nobody's there. So I grab the chili and then as I go to put it in my mouth, someone walks in the door and I'm like, fuck, you know, and eat it. And it's burning hot and then it's a fucking jalapeno and it's not cooked enough. So it was it red. No, it's green, but it's hot on the other end, too. And I'm, like, dying, and they're trying to, you know, trying to chew this thing. And, yeah, I'm kick my ass. You know what I find frustrating? Now that I have a Chris Stevens brand Bluetooth headset, it's even more frustrating to walk around these restaurants and talk on it because everybody thinks I'm either talking to them or I'm just, like, attempting to make some sort of communication with somebody nearby and, like, everybody's looking at me. What kind of headset does he have? 
you know, the little ones that fits on your ear, like the Plantronics, you know, like the, the, the Space Cowboy wannabe sort of. I, I don't have that thing anymore. I need to get another one. I want to get those, uh, the bone bone conductive yeah i i read some reviews that people say they those make them nauseous i'm curious i was gonna say i feel like i would get a headache almost but rick has got some of those i wonder how he's been dealing with that uh nathan Orr has them yeah yeah i heard nathan Orr at the kalos thing talking about it there's your picture bill yeah so this is one of the uh one of the jobs i did this week blue out on that thing no, no, that's, that's the gas, gas line. line. Oh, I was gonna yeah. say, I'm like, no, that's a fryer. There ain't no refrigerant in that thing, man. Oh, sorry. No, that's the backside of a fryer. So it's I had to pull this out. Smurf boner. And, and like, it's, I mean, that's kind of what we it's call a gas it. line. That's a flex gas line. There's yeah. some blue. Yeah. yeah I'm, they're all I think I'm blue, blue, yellow, orange. It looks like that's like a rat, rat's nest or something back yeah, there. I know. Yeah, no oh, Rick says he loves those uh, bone connecting headphones. Yeah. Um, George, thanks, bud. And yeah, thank like, you very much for that super and chat. What do you mean? Uh, last the commercial Kitchen Chronicles. That's not even bad. Delta so Star Circuit. George That's, is asking thanks, about a George. Delta Star Circuit. Um, honestly, I've never worked on a Delta Star setup. Uh, you probably your best bet would be to reach out to uh, Holden Schamberger and or uh, Brett Wetzel and Kevin Compass with the Advanced Refrigeration Podcast. They can talk a little bit more about those big systems. Holden Hamburgers. Holden Schamberger. Hamburger, that's holding hamburgers. Yeah, so Pat Finley says that's not even that bad. Like, yeah, eh, that's that's pretty bad in my I've, world. Anyway, that's pretty bad. That? Did you clean all that crap up behind there? When I you didn't. No, I, I, I like pretty much oh. build a nest of cardboard boxes around it and yep. I don't go near it. <laughs> I'm <laughs> no gonna tell kidding. you one of my pet peeves is when I do, um, I don't do night work usually. I usually do like really early morning jobs where night. I'll have them come in at like reminds four me of the morning. song Night Moves by Bob Seeger. There you go. That we've, uh, that's actually a really good song. That is a very good song. Yeah. We should start talking about cool music. But anyways, um, I'll usually go in early in the morning and I'll tell them like, Hey, I need the box cleaned out or something like that. And I'll get there and it's fucking filthy in there. Right. But I take it all apart and the customer will look and they'll be like, Oh, well, since you got it apart, let me clean it. No, no, this is not the time to clean it. I'm here to do work. I'm here to finish my job. Well, when you're done, give me time. No, because I need to see it come down to temperature. Like, no, you, cleaning time is when I'm not here. I, mm-hmm. I hate that. Like doing ice machine jobs and stuff. They're like, oh, let me get down I mean, there. Why don't you just like continue keep the clock going, fill them? Because they still want you out of their kitchen and you got other things to do. Like it just yeah, it's they pressure. still want the whole job done. Yeah, they're like, oh, but we need you out of here. No, I, I don't need what. And they're like, well, we're just gonna clean. There'll be some water on the floor. No, I don't want to lay in water. Like it's bad enough. I'm laying on your nasty crap with cardboard. Last thing I need is for it to get soaked up with water. I'm my guys will do that, and I get irritated with my guys because we'll be doing an ice machine change out, and, and then I'll come downstairs and the manager's scrubbing the floor, and I go, why did you let them do that? Oh well, they just they wanted to clean it. I don't see how it hurts, and I go, so are you gonna lay down on that now? Yeah, well, right. well, you know, and it's like, no, mm. it is not the time to clean when I'm doing an install or anything. You clean later, dumbasses. I don't want to cut you off, Chris, but there's a few things. Uh, first of all, Weaver, hey Weaver, he's saying, Adam, can you tell your boiler story? Finish your boiler story. And there was that other question about burnout. I want to get to because yeah. uh, Weaver, who's this Weaver with the so let's boiler do the story hero? <laughs> let's do the burnout real quick. Um, yeah. See what this guy does to me? I don't, the wrong I don't direction. Know. Yep. How do you avoid burnout? Like mm-hmm. you don't, <laughs> you yeah, don't. That's a, that's a good thing to talk about because, like, the last two weeks, man, I've been burnt out. And I've barely even seen you guys. Like, yeah, this is the most I've seen or I, 
I think to you guys. I think I've talked Bill off a ledge like three times, and I don't know. It's not a real ledge, yeah. it's a philosophical ledge, right? Well, yeah. well, if you really want to talk about the things we're not supposed to talk about, there was a real ledge one time. <laughs> yeah. You guys talked him out of it. <laughs> yeah. Chris sends us videos. He's standing on the edge of a pretty decently tall building. He's like, "Look at all the sand." He's like, right at the edge. He's filming. Oh, you want to see it? I'll pull it up. Hold yeah. up. I didn't say. I didn't say anything. Bill's like, like get off the ledge. And yeah. I, was like, I didn't say anything because I'm like, Maybe I'm just. Lid, I don't know. But yeah. I, I don't know, dude. I would not. I wouldn't right be now. up on that ledge. I mean, that's just ludicrous. Yeah. For one, there's sand all over it. Two, it's hot and metal. So I mean, all the things you need to slip and fall and die. Yeah. <laughs> but then Chris is like, "Is she down there? Is my filters?" And like over here is more sand. I'm like, yeah. "Look, I put the filters down there." And you're saying, and I'm like, "Dude, you take your phone. You go like this. Like, look over there. Look over the edge. You know, you don't need to stand up there." <laughs> Absolutely. I don't understand your guys's frustration with that it wasn't we understand that how gravity works you guys in california I, haven't really grasped gravity yet i can't yet. believe that you guys are you all freaked out. hold on hold on high enough that's not what i want to do hey adam tell your story in the meantime if you yeah not. tell your story so i have two ultra hey, thanks boys. trevor trevor says i'm a rock star i guess and yeah, <laughs> Joe with his negativity. So, Somebody has to be navigating. I'm ready to share my thing. Or are you going to tell your story, Adam? I don't know. I don't I mean, I've been trying to tell the story for how long have we been on? A half hour? 45 yeah. minutes. Hmm. Feels like 45 minutes. <laughs> Feels like the show just never ends. Yeah. <laughs> we're on like the 178. All right. So let's finish this it's and like then you'll Twilight share your story episode after this. where Perfect we're just Chris, on all stuck. the time. The rest of our life. Look at the roof trains. Here. I mean, there's just sand dunes on the roof. <laughs> they're gonna have to get up here because I'm not cleaning out sand, but they're gonna have to get up here and get all this sand off the roof. Sand. I mean, that's a hazard. Those drains are plugged up with it too. It's crazy. Look at there's our filters, but it's just all pouring out the overflow drains right harness. now, just flooding out to no. the street. But look at that sand out there. It's all sand everywhere. I mean, I'm sure there's a lot of people that would stand on the edge. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, I wouldn't. Is that really like I, that's totally safe? Like I don't, I I don't understand. I mean, it's safe as long as you're on this part of the edge. But right next to it, this part, there's a big problem if you're on that part. Right. And all it takes is for you to like, whoops, trip, stumble, stumble. Then I'm over on this side where don't there's trip, no more stumble, ledge. Stumble. What well, is I mean, that? nobody wants to, but people do. And Bill sent a uh, what is it called? GIF, GIF. What is that? Dishwalla or whatever. I wish oh, yes. you can step off back from that, that ledge, my <laughs> friend. You could cut ties and realize. You know, on another thing, recently, I actually started looking into Third Eye Blind, and oh my god, their songs are dark and they are not family friendly. Um, that that song, uh, one of their most popular songs. When you listen to it, they're talking about like taking crazy drugs and it's like this was a, a a hit across the united states that was like a huge hit for like a year and it's like that song is dark chris's stories are just like blam out of nowhere just like poof, right in your brain yeah all right tell your story adam before i come up with another story all right can you <laughs> sit on your hands i'm sitting on my hands <laughs> sit on your face it's like telling an italian to sit on his hands dude it's like impossible um all right so anyway i ran a service call over the winter for a boiler that was down at a church. They have two ultra boilers, right? Luckily, there is two, and they're redundant, so they still have heat. But uh, the inducer was bad on the ultra boiler. I ordered an inducer. I come back. I didn't open it up. 
stupid of me, but I didn't open it up. They sent me the wrong size for the wrong ultra boiler. Get all the way down there. It's an hour away. Ouch. All pissed off. I call. I order it again. This is months ago, mind you. Like I said, um, I called the maybe a month and a half ago or so. They're like, no, we don't have any updates. So I called yesterday. I'm like, what's going on with the inducer? Because this boiler is just taken apart down at the church, you know? Um, he's like, well, let me call Wild McLean. I'll call you back. He called me back. He's like, they don't have the parts to make the inducer. There's no ETA. We can't give you a time. I'm like, you can't tell me like two months, three months. No, I know, it's it's no bad. time. Like, what do you? I don't understand. Like, I can't grasp that. You know, <laughs> everything's getting so bad. With- it's it's nuts right now yeah. with with Whole story everything. Yeah, I thought you already told that part. I'm, yeah, I'm pretty so. sure I heard this really like three times this week. That's well, that's probably another part. <laughs> at least with my podcast and the secret I'm chat. Just taking on with, you now. <laughs> like my podcast are all new, fresh material. Yeah. God. Oh my gosh! I wish I could share my that story podcast. Story had relevance when you guys were talking about not being able to get parts, but since you've interrupted me forty-seven times, <laughs> hey, hey, remember, remember that one awesome story from this week that Adam told about peanut butter, and we're all like on the edge of our seats. We're like, wait a minute now, what was that? Oh, that was hilarious. That was actually hilarious though, but out of context, it sounds like we're just a bunch of retards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, let's get some shoutouts. Yeah, speaking of we retards, shout shoutouts, bro. We already did them, man. Do shoutouts without yeah, me? What dude. time did we start this stuff? That's what happens remember. when you show up late. You can well, say your number one fan, though. Will we'll we'll Speed. Him. Will Speed's Yo, in the house. Already said his name. Did you? Will Speed. Is Randy oh. Ravioli here? Not Randy. Yeah, he's at home cutting the grass, I think he said. Him and he's, his dog. Dog. he's got a new new whip. Yeah. yeah all that? That? He's going to get his driver's license, he said. Balling. He's going to start his own HVAC company, too. Hey Bill, I think we should send him as a gift a uh, furry steering wheel cover. Oh, I think we should send him a furry onesie. We found out his favorite color is blue. He said that's his favorite color. So I bet yeah. if we sent him blue. Uh, on another note, so for those that don't know, Randy is a uh, probably our number one fan on the show. He's been here since like the first episode, mm-hmm. and he's been a great viewer. But anyways, his mom posted. Uh, um, Thanks, George. You're awesome. There was another HVC who burned a lot of parts, kept some, and now I'm chasing the parts. No, oh, don't read okay. that, Chris. You're gonna lose track of your story. Yeah, I lost my yeah. thing. But anyways, Randy's. Uh, the I clicked on. I I clicked on Randy's post when he was because his mom got a new car and he was talking about wanting to be able to drive it. And then somehow I clicked on his mom's profile and then I realized that back in December she made a really nice post about the HVAC overtime show that none of us she she Never mentioned saw, us all she mentioned us all but she, she didn't tag us? Tag us. no she didn't tag us she just uh, said chris oh, joe adam and bill on. thanks so much and i was like oh i never knew she posted that come on randy oh. ravioli get your mom in order we got yeah, well it's because because bill you had sent <laughs> him up with the shirts or and stuff you i sent think him, like, i think i seen that. you know what i sent that shirt oh. last year like probably may and he just got it now yeah it was his back door and for his back porch for seven months yeah the u.s UPS guy delivers to his back door. Yeah, he sneaks yeah. it around, like throws it in the back door. I'm sure Randy's had a bunch of that though. Lots of deliveries <laughs> to the back door. <laughs> uh, we're going to uh, all right. A couple things <laughs> in on. chat. Casey Farrell saying, "I've been waiting two weeks for a shaft adapter for a takeo pump." Calling every single day Tango and no pumps, one yeah. answers the phone. Yeah, it's it's bad. Um, right. And there's another question here: Overside liquid line. A huge factor, or whatever he says. Honestly, my Where? opinion. Sorry, where's the comment? Hmm. Uh, it says liquid line. A big is oversized liquid line. Big fact. A big factor. 
well depending on how oversized it is right really depends because it can lead to oversized liquid line you're going to have to add a lot more refrigerant because you have to have a solid column of liquid so if your liquid line is massively oversized like when i say massively if it requires a three eighths and you have a seven eighths inch liquid right you're going to need a lot more refrigerant and you're not going to have the receiver capacity for the most I mean, part. What, what, how, what's the likelihood of having a seven days liquid line? I, I, you, I, dude, you'd be surprised. Some people are just right, like, Chris, but you know what though? You have a point. It doesn't happen often, but it could happen. But to be honest, guys, uh, oversized liquid line compared to, let's say a suction line or even a discharge line is, is it, I think less critical. Is than, suction like a much bigger deal with oil? Yeah, I would think so. Cause you're, like liquid line, you're still solid. I guess you're a solid liquid still, so you're not, you know, it's still going to carry. But you the have oil. to add more gas to make it a solid liquid. Sure, sure. You know, and you have the potential. So it's really uh, the higher pressure, the friction of the pipe, like. But but a suction line for sure, because you've got um, improper refrigerant velocity, which is going to lead to right. improper oil return. Well, interesting that you're saying velocity because I was just thinking liquid line. If you have a large, too large of a liquid line. Wouldn't like wouldn't the the liquid like would move slower to I guess the there's a possibility. Like, so yeah. now you have um like the the heat flashing be- yeah. Yeah. Like, like Chris said, you know, you're not gonna get a full solid liquid before the right. metering device and stuff like that. Um temperature drop. I don't know, like yeah. a few things. What do you guys think about oversizing dryers? I had a brief conversation with my boss the other day and we were talking about the idea of you know, like you never don't want to, you know, you don't want to upsize your dryer. Like, you know, you don't, oh, I always oversize my dryers. I tend to as well. Like I, I went for, I, I don't know. I just did a walk-in cooler the other day or walk-in freezer rather. And uh, I went from a 083 to like a 164 or something. And There's I'm like, nothing wrong with that. And the amount of refrigerant yeah, you're going to have to add agree. is minute. Like I completely agree. And there's not going to be a pressure drop across it. That's really going to make a bit of difference. I've I've done like uh, I've even put 30 cubic inch liquid line filter dryers on systems that needed a five cubic inch. If it, if it's plugging up dryers and you're trying to clean the system up, I have no problem. You just have to understand a bigger dryer is going to have more internal volume, so you're going to have to add more refrigerant. There's more there's more surface area, so if something does start plugging up, it has other ways to mm-hmm. travel, right? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. I mean, again, it's all within reason. I mean, you don't want to put freaking a triple core, um, you know, removable <laughs> yeah. dryer on a freaking walk-in freezer. Yeah, you know, like you're you home, right? Tim the yeah. Tool Taylor, big oh, picture stuff right there, bud. Like, sorry, I'd leave this reach-in cooler out about two extra foot because I put a three-foot-long dryer on here yeah. just in case. <laughs> Um, so something that Adam and I were talking about, and I think it's a really good topic and I want to approach this two different ways, but as a, well, actually, no, I'm going to approach it as a non-business owner. This sounds like okay. a very professional, mature conversation we're about to have. No, this is a great one. And I want to get true feedback from you guys. Okay. Done. You so when you are in your vehicle and you're driving between calls and you're on the clock, that is not your time. That is company time. Better yeah, yourself. Bill, so my question is, why don't you answer your goddamn phone, Bill? <laughs> oh, man. No. Now, the reason why we're bringing this up is Why don't you because... ask my coffee cup that is now like a crumpled up like a trash bag because I was bashing against my steering wheel and my dashboard so many times before I threw it against the floor. <laughs> the the reason why we're bringing this up, though, is, is because there's such a mentality right now that 
you know, people want to work from home because, oh, they deserve to work from home. Like that's not happening in HVAC, but it's the whole, the whole mentality that we need to understand is when you're on the clock, you're on company time, period. Bottom mm -hmm. line, you're on company time. Right. So better yourself and better the company on that time. So when you've got windshield time, listen podcast. to an HVAC podcast. Hell yeah. Grow yourself. Don't yeah. listen to a freaking video game podcast. That's not going to benefit you at all because <laughs> you're hurting Sitting yourself. There eating peanut butter like a dumb shit. Yeah. You know, when you're, when you're on the roof, when you're working on the roof doing a preventative maintenance, don't put headphones on. Headphones no. are the worst thing when you're doing a preventative maintenance. I used to have a guy that would watch like sports games, like football, yeah. baseball, just on YouTube, whatever it was. I'd I'd come around the corner, I'm like, what is that noise? I go over there, he's just laughing it up, yucking it up, like, dude, like, dude, what are you doing? Like, oh, I can do this and this. I'm like, no, like, you might think you can, but I really don't think you. No. You obviously I, aren't I focused had, entirely on that. I had a guy that used to work for me that all he like went through a, like a phase. Well, he he would blast a, a stereo. When we would be working at somebody's house, and I would always turn it down, and then I'd walk outside, and he'd turn it back up again. I'm like, dude, this is not a rock concert. Turn it down. <laughs> yeah, you know? exactly. But then after a while, he started getting like earphones, like the dangly things, you yeah. know, and he would blast it in his ear. And I would like try to talk to him from across the room, like, hey, and he didn't hear me, wouldn't hear me. I had to go over, like, tap him on the shoulders, like, dude, this is so inconvenient that I can't talk to you while we're working together today. Yep. You know what I mean, yeah, this isn't like your at home chill time to listen to music and shit. Like no. listening to podcasts, I mean, music YouTube, is not, it's not bad to listen to music, but like you need to communicate when you're working. Like, hey, let's do this. We need to go do this. We, you know, yeah, and, and you and need to be able to listen. So you're doing a preventative maintenance. Yeah, it's boring. It's mundane. You're changing filters, mm -hmm. but you're learning and you're listening too. And okay. you're listening for things. You're on company time. You're not up there to listen to your headphones and listen to your freaking, you know, whatever, you know, that doesn't isn't relevant to HVAC because you need to be able to be on that roof and you need to be able to hear that condenser fan motor going bad across the roof. You need to no. be able to hear the rattling. It could from actually be dangerous. Before, yeah. before I forget, let me step in real quick. So like, I, I look at that as like two things. For one, I can get paid because I got paid to drive between jobs. So I'm getting paid to learn because I'm listening to podcasts, right? Two, I'm bettering myself by listening to those podcasts. And, and three, I guess... I'm so busy. I just don't have time to read when I get home. So I actually feel like I have accomplished a little bit more that day if I get to listen to a podcast between jobs. What, what something educational? What podcast do you listen to? I, obviously not ours because we haven't put one up since. No, like, I don't think we even have a podcast anymore. They probably canceled it because they're like, yeah, you haven't put one out in like nine months. So we will, guys. We will. It's coming. <laughs> it's not just like our website, right? Website's there. No, yeah. Let's talk about podcasts. So first and foremost. Um, HVAC mm. school, it's a pretty good one. Uh, Brett Pretzel, the Advanced Refrigeration Podcast, uh, Refrigeration Mentor, he's got a podcast coming out that's got some pretty good material. Which actually, the latest episode, I don't know if it's the latest one, but it's the last one I downloaded two days ago, was one of the Monday morning coffee editions where I actually get to talk on it. So, really? Yeah, mm. you can hear me and Trevor kind of yucking know, it up for a minute. I don't even like deal with half the crap that Trevor uh talks about, but like. Listening to Trevor, I feel like you'll 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 start your day with some positivity, right? Mm -hmm. He's always yeah. uh, he's looking at the brighter side of things. Of course, would, wouldn't it be awesome if we had like that one guy in our group that was just like this uber positive guy that we can just like, you know, we're trying to get up to his level. Like he's up here positively, and like we're just trying to get there. 
yeah this guy like it maybe is. a canadian guy who my just... thing my thing is i get frustrated like i've been on the roof with people and you know you're like hey what's going on here and they're just you know walking it's like turn your motherfucking headphones off you know like mm-hmm. goddamn, fucking want to rip those <laughs> things out of their head i don't mind a job site radio if it's at a moderate volume where the customers are the can't be disturbed people and that's another thing too you can't freaking listen to music if it's on like a job site radio you can't listen to like gangster rap and crap like that no come on let's oh, be realistic man. be respectful and you I can't uh, the other thing too is being on the phone being on the phone running personal phone calls while you're trying to work hate it inappropriate completely i used to have an employee he was one of the greatest mechanics that has ever worked for me and um, still good friends with the guy. Really cool guy. But in the beginning of him working for me, he would he would be on the phone all the time talking personal crap and he'd get his job done. So, you know, when I brought it up to him, he's like, well, but I don't understand. I'm getting my job done. I'm efficient. I said, yeah, you are. But imagine how efficient you would be if you weren't on the phone. Imagine how much better. You would be I am so and, easily distracted. Like I would be that yeah. guy where I'm just I'm so inefficient. If I'm on the phone, I'm missing little details. I'm forgetting screws. Like, did I put that wire back? I don't remember. Did I connect this? I don't remember. Now I got to double check again. Bill's yeah. like a little anti phone though. He's like, oh, I'm a lot anti phone. Like you call me, I might drive to your house and whoop your ass because <laughs> I can't stand. Like I get so many phone calls in a day. Like towards the end of the day, if people call me, I'm just like, I'm done. I'm just, I'm not going to whoop your ass. Okay. Don't get me wrong. You guys can all call me. You people in the chat, you can call me if you want. I don't care. We're posting Bill's phone number in the chat. If anyone, I mean, I mean, you guys know, like you guys get phone calls all day too. Like it just gets old after a while. Like you're, you're trying to work and do your job and there ain't nothing more than I hate than if I'm in the middle of diagnosing something and I got all my brain and scrambled and like trying to figure it out. And then my phone's ringing like three, four or five times. I'm like, dude. I'm at work. What about what about if you're trying to work and you have your your Bluetooth in one ear and you're doing your thing and then you forget to turn the notifications off your group chat with your friends and every nope. two seconds yeah. goes bing 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 bing. I turn my notifications off. Motherfucker! I want to throw my phone and then I hit mute. Turn your notifications off, There's time three years ago. There's there's times that I'm doing something I'm like stressed out I'm super busy and my phone my notifications aren't off my phone's in my pocket and I'm like laying in the ground on a, in a crawl space or an attic or something it's like bang 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 I'm like I'm gonna kill these guys I can't <laughs> same oh, thing dude don't always work. turn it on mute so so that we're talking about our we have a private group chat between us and these motherfuckers we all do it never like, anything all important. of a sudden. No, one of us will just get on, and then Bill will start leaving a podcast, and I'll start responding with <laughs> audio podcasts, mm. and we go back and forth, and then Adam will come on. God damn, guys, there's too much shit to listen to, you know. <laughs> Which I think we're gonna start communicating through TikTok now. Oh yeah, oh, gosh, I'm sure. Oh yeah, well. that's right. That was your idea to to play yeah. our private conversation. Yeah, I, mean, I wonder what 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 people would think about that. I think they would. Uh... Be I don't know. Let's, I told you. I don't know when whatever day it was you came up with this idea. I'm like, yeah, let's do it. Like, you do it. Go for it. And I don't think anybody's done anything right. with it. I'm going to send you a message. Another thing that I wanted to I'll bring to up kind of goes in line with um, Tom you know, McDonald on the the job state, huh? is I know Tom McDonald. You're never too good for a task. I don't care how much you're getting paid. I don't care how much I get paid. I'm not too good to pick up trash. I'm not too good to help the job move on. I've had technicians in the past that would you know, we're doing a walk-in install and this particular technician 
finishes the tasks that he thinks he should do. And then he's like, okay, well, I think I'm doing pretty good. Uh, you think I should probably go ahead and get out of here? And it's like, no, we still got <laughs> four hours left on this job. Well, hey, I already did all this. I stuff. used to work at McDonald's when I was 15. Yeah. And somebody told me this a long time ago. If you're leaning, you're cleaning. Yep. If yeah. you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. But so now, Chris, back to what you were saying, because I know this this best way to get Chris's attention. Back to what you were saying, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> so what? no, like, like huh? how do you feel about like who's that? You know, like text being, uh, you know, not being or t- being too good to do other things. Like, what do you think about? Having one tech, you give them parts for something. Listen, I know you didn't quote this. I know this isn't your job. I need you to go install these parts. Somebody already diagnosed it. And they're like, I'm not doing that. I didn't diagnose that. I didn't run that call. I mean, that is super annoying. Like, oh, it's super annoying. Yeah, don't get me wrong. He's drinking, so I'm going to talk for him for a second. But like, I, I, I'm sorry. There's never been a time since I started doing HVAC that if somebody says, this is the problem, here's the parts, and they say, go put it on, I'm never taking anybody's word for it. Never. I, no, 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 no. I, I Always. Him. Always re-diagnose, yeah, you know, 100%. unless, I mean, but I, I do even it. tell my guys, I do it. I'm maybe not going to go through the entire, I'm going to, I'm going to go direct to the component that they diagnose. You know, I'm not going to do a full diagnosis on it, but a little picture diagnosis. Yeah. yeah. You just kind of go and say, okay, they said that the expansion like, valve's bad. Yeah, okay. Turn the system on right there. You got enough refrigerant. It's flowing. I don't understand what's wrong with the expansion valve. And then you find out. Well, they didn't know what was wrong with it, so they they said it was the expansion valve, or they threw the parts cannon and said to change all these, and you're like, yeah, it doesn't need all this stuff, you know. So mm-hmm. that's when you make a phone call to the boss. Hey, uh, this isn't right. What do you want me to do? I mean, think about it this way: if somebody diagnosed the part, you come back, you change the part. Now, whoever the, own the owner, then then they're like, well, they have two idiots working for the company. Yep, yep. You own it. You once once you touch it, you own it. So you better own it, you know, <laughs> and be the person too. But. The point I'm trying to make is be productive. When you're on a job site, when you're working for a company, you should be working for a team. You're part of a team and you're not below anything that has to do with that job. You you, you know, I mean, the job needs to get done at the end of the day. So you're there. Finish it. You know, you're done with whatever tasks you have and there's nothing else you can do. Start picking up tools, start picking up trash, start organizing things. Even if you don't know, like I tell my apprentices this or my apprentice or, or previous apprentices um, is, you know, we're done with the job site. You don't know where all these tools go, but organize them on my cart, get them ready and say, Hey, I don't know where this stuff goes or nicely put it in my van, you know, and in a pile that way, Hey, I didn't know where that stuff went. I put it right there. That way it's out of the way. You know, just, you're never too good for cleaning up or helping. And it you know, is I first thing. started getting into uh, the HVAC stuff. My boss used to yell at me because I kept putting stuff away. All the time, like when he's done with it, he turned back around, like where, where the hell did that thing go? That that wrench, like oh, I put it away. Like stop doing that. Stop putting all my well, stuff away. Th- I mean, you there's a hat. There's yeah, there's, there's, a, yeah, there's a fine line. There's right? a fine line. I crossed that line. Like, You're like, it wouldn't even hit the said, floor. I'd be like, in whatever you do, absolutely. And this is what I have to tell people. I just told this to my apprentice the other day because we were doing a compressor change out, and. uh we were doing the evacuation and he's like, okay. So he's like, I'm going to go put the torches away. And I said, don't even fucking think about it. Right. You never put the torches away until there's gas in that system. And there's a leak. Like, all right, everything. This is what, one of the biggest things that I, I, I think about all the time. And I think that you guys probably do this as well too. Anything you're doing throughout the day, think about what you're doing and the, the repercussions after everything, everything you freaking do, right? Like, all right, you're, you're on a job. 
and you take out like if you have a box that you put all your garbage in you take out the box there's still shit all over the floor you have to sweep and now you're like why well, is this all this garbage and now what am i going to do because my garbage is outside so think about like are we done with all the garbage is this done mm -hmm. right now right i'm i'm doing this i'm doing that like i'm leaning my hand card up it's standing up in the driveway right next to the garage well, this is a $10,000 garage door. Anyone touches it, it's going to fall and hit the garage door. Yep. If about it can, it will. Right? Yep. Ask me how I know all these things. I've uh -huh. seen it so many times. Like or I've it. done it. We lived right it. Yeah. Uh, I've definitely done Mike it. Mike B gets what I'm saying. It's a superstitious thing. You don't put your torches away uh, until that system yeah. is running. <laughs> Period. Because you put your torches away, there's a leak. Guaranteed. Exactly. Yeah. A thousand percent to every me. single time. There's there's weird superstitions that I have, and that's one of them. I never take my torches off the roof until that system is running and it's been leak checked. Oh, so. another one. You have to close the valves on any condenser when you're moving it because it will shoot oil out and you will ruin shit. That's oh, my point. oil dropping on oh my gosh. Landscape. Oh, I, I have the hardest time because with vacuum pumps people is they just don't pump. understand the concept that a vacuum pump cannot be tipped over. Oh, i got a story for you oh and my gosh my field piece mm. pump every time right it's lowered down from the roof they 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 don't center the hook when they lower it and it's like leaning one direction or i'll go in my van and there'll be a puddle of oil and it's like Great band, how hard way. is it love to one keep direction. it upright what is the new one the vpx7 or whatever yeah, vpx7 so uh, the vpx7 i started using the little uh that little navac uh battery power thing on a roof uh we were replacing an evaporator on a mini split and it was just taking like i let it run for like 20 minutes I'm like this is fun right guys let's look at this and i'm watching the microns and it's just sitting there floating i'm like all right go get the big guns i don't got time for dick around this freaking <laughs> battery powered thing what'd you right? get do you have your core removal tools yeah blue hoses oh, yeah. yeah 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 it's still no no good as soon as i put the 10 or the 10 cfm on it, it's like whoa down to 200 microns no problem where was your micron <laughs> gauge at uh at the vels not at okay. the phone boom so listen so i tell him to go get it he's doing it i'm like getting you know taking the hoses off the uh the navac and then i walk over to the edge of the roof uh it's a flat roof very like two million dollar house in like two blocks away from where uh, president obama used to live right very like nice upscale pennsylvania right. avenue in washington dc no chicago oh hmm. <laughs> so anyway um so i start walking towards the edge of the roof where i was going to rope it up this guy's got the the vpx7 on the on his shoulder kick sideways walking across this ripping down his neck <laughs> this custom slate patio a oh, trail geez. all the way like 50 feet of uh freaking oil across this guy's slate slate yeah. how'd that go over not very well he was scrubbing that for like the next three and a half hours to come off <laughs> yes i i just it, common sense just isn't so common anymore it really isn't no it's just i don't know just yeah, just it, dumb, it, dumb. i mean yeah. if you doubt that I'll tell you what you go post an ad on indeed saying you're looking for somebody whatever position you want and start talking to those people that apply for whatever position you're looking for and you'll see you'll see what we're talking about uh, in all fairness though all like all these things that we know and that we've learned like close the valves in your condenser hold your vacuum pumps level we live through it wrap up your freaking yeah. tanks in your yeah. truck yeah. we've we've screwed these things up like i've Dude, like mistake. Before, I, before i forget there's a guy i work with right and every time i see his van i get anxiety because we all have these you know the what are they the one gallon jugs of like the um, coil cleaner and ice machine cleaner and everything right 
Yeah. So he got the next size up for whatever reason, like oh, like two and a half gallon. I don't know why. Oh, I've seen those before. Yeah. Yeah. In big giant freaking ice cube. Yeah, like the square ones, things. you yeah. know. And they, if they fit perfectly on the shelf, like, but he lays them down sideways, so like all the liquid just butt pushing against that cap. And I'm every time I see it, I'm like, dude, one day, one day soon, yeah. it's gonna happen. One day that cap is gonna twist off, it's gonna break off or something, and all that is just gonna be pouring all over your van. Yeah, like five gallons of whatever. Again, the way to live. I hate to be a pessimist or whatever you want to call me, but if it can, it will. You have to absolutely anticipate the worst thing that's going to happen. Because if you anticipate the worst, you can only be happy from that point. But you know what? This is a perfect topic to talk about because I often think that being a realist and being somebody (laughs) who always looks for things that could possibly go wrong because that's how I do my job better and more efficiently. I think that has somehow skewed my view of the world where no matter what it is, like even if I'm not at work, like the wife's like, hey, let's go camping. I'm like, well, I mean, we could go camping, but what if a tree falls on? What about a bear? What about this? What about that? I'm trying to find, you know, like what if the, all the what ifs, like it's a, uh, I don't know, a thing I get from work, I guess. Like when I'm quoting jobs, I'm looking at that all the time. Well, what yeah. if do we need, do we need a line set? What if we don't? What if this? What if that? Yeah, I, I always assume the worst, so that way you can only be satisfied. Exactly. Like, it's just, yeah. you know, you, you just think about it that way. And and again, I mean, there's a, there's a certain point to that, too. Like, there's a point that when you got to, okay, dude, you know, like, chill out. You're not going to fall through but the roof. You have yeah, to exactly, think, Zach. You know what I mean. You have to think, like, there are companies out there that just bleed money because guys yep. are screwing people's property up left and right, right? literally there i mean and and this is it okay there is a mega mega residential air conditioning company they are in several different states they're huge and they have completely set up with measure quick which is cool right that's a cool idea but (laughs) it's to the point that their employees don't even think for themselves they literally hook things up they have such procedures that their their techs aren't even techs they're guys that just follow procedures right. you know and there's no brain power there and no. that's where this stuff is going if we don't start using our brains and start learning common sense and and figuring things out yes there is a there's a margin for you have to make mistakes to learn from them at least some people but mm-hmm. you can also look at there's a lot of us content creators that post right. our mistakes or, or, or like people you work with. Like, listen, like if, 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 if somebody's telling you that you, that's been doing it for a long time, don't do this. Something bad will happen. Something bad has happened to that person, most likely. And mm-hmm. they're telling you, like, this does not need to happen to you. I've already learned this. You, I could just tell you this and just listen to me. That's all you got to do. Right. I've done so many. I've, I've been told, I told so many apprentices that I'm not telling you because you know, I want whatever. And they don't listen. They still don't listen. I lived it. So just listen to me. It's not because whatever I'm just telling Yeah, Ty says you don't need to know how stuff works to sell. And this is something that I do have Mm. to as much banana man is I appreciate how smart and how awesome measure quick is. That's one thing that I do not like about the new update is the scoring system because that just aids in the selling crap. Oh. I understand that equipment needs to be sold, but man, I don't like the scoring system. I mean, it, yeah. it, I think it's, I do think it's helpful. I definitely think it's helpful for the fact that when you go to somebody's house for a maintenance, like residential wise, you're, you're at somebody's house for a maintenance and like for years and years and years, like there's people, uh, actually I did a, a field piece did a ride along with me. They were watching us do maintenance and we did some combustion issues. We had one where we thought there was a bad heat exchanger. Um, and uh, 
they uh they were like wow you are very thorough with your maintenance calls he's like all these other companies they just like take out a, a, a flame sensor and clean it and put it back yeah because those guys aren't doing a true maintenance those sales companies well, are literally just there to try to find leads right. that's all they're doing but, but the thing is like for for the longest period of time like you go to somebody's house like just pay me okay they don't watch you your maintenance is done now you can give them something and show them okay well this is actually how it's working right now and I'm, you could see that i'm doing something i'm providing you value you know yeah substance yeah. And I want to, I want to, I want to address that. I'm not saying that I don't like Measure Quick. I do. That's just one thing that I understand why they needed to do that. I don't even think you revenue. I don't but, think it's that you don't like it. I think that you more so don't like the, how some people are using it. And that's a fair point. Mm. That's a very good, but it, but it's too easy to use it like that. It's literally set up that way. So that way it's a sales tool. And while, while sales is a normal part of our job, I'm just very, very worried about the industry as a whole, especially the residential industry, because when the focus shifts on sales yeah. more than education and repairs, then then we have a problem. Well, and, and inevitably, it the, the residential companies, right? These companies that build up these giant sales companies, their their whole business plan is there's only one of the no. There's there's three of those companies that I know of that are so big that it's almost impossible to sell them. Actually, one of the guys did just sell it for like fifty million dollars or something. Did you, like did you see that post on April Fools? Mm. Brian Orr said he's like, guys, I oh, sold UC school. No, he got me for a second for like a split second. I'm like, oh yeah. wow, no. But but with 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 those companies, the thing is, is that. Their business models, especially on the smaller guys, is they just sell, 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 and then sell the company and then start a new company and sell, sell, sell. Basically, they, they're they're building they're ruining selling. their reputation. You can only sell so much, and then you become a company that only sells shit, and you don't know how to fix mm -hmm. stuff. I just got a text message from my nephew that he's watching us right now, and he wants me to say, hey, Joey, how are you doing tonight? Sorry. Hi, Joey. But hey Joey, are the, you the a thing baby that kangaroo? worries me about those companies is they're actually ruining the residential industry at some point, and it's coming sooner than later. There's going to be no room for a residential service company because it's all going to be through Amazon and through Home Depot and through Lowe's, and you're not going to have you're not going to have uh, companies anymore because we're ruining the industry. Right. We, you know what? A while back, Houshin said uh, all these guys need now are these remote probes. They just hook up and then they can get you know, tech support over the phone and yeah. maybe one day tech support can just hook right into that system and look at their probes and all the stuff they have hooked up. That's what that, that one mega the, residential the Google company glass. And like, yeah. did you, I, I, I sat in on like some kind of little zoom meeting or whatever for the, the guy who started Bosch residential, <laughs> he, he uh, moved and created a new company. It's a heat pump company. It's called like Eco Air or Eco, Eco Air, yeah. Whatever. They have this little box on the side, and it has cell phone service to it, and it actually pulls data, pressures, temperatures, superheat, subcooling, everything. I think it does BTU output, everything. Cool. So there's an app, and I think you get three years of service for free when you buy the unit, and like the whoever installed it. You could look at somebody's system, and be like, okay, this the superheat is this, the subcooling is this, the outdoor cool. temperature it tells you everything. Boom. Yeah. Pretty Again, cool. I want I, I see a lot of negative talk, and I, I'm not saying that I don't use Measure Quick and I don't like Measure Quick. I like I Measure Quick. It. I use it as a tool. I do not use it to tell me how to do my job. So I worry about so many people using it to tell them how to do their job. 
because if you're using measure quick and you take your liquid line clamp and you accidentally put it on the discharge line, oh my God, this unit's massively overcharged. What do I do? Let's start, you know, or what? Like, <laughs> do they have alerts in Measure Quick that will tell you, like, check your pro placement or anything like that? Maybe. I don't know. Sure. I don't ever pay attention to the alerts, so I don't know. But guys, that, that situation that you just highlighted, that is our future. That will yeah. be happening a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I mean, I still use Measure Quick on a daily, I just use it to consolidate data for me. So that way I can see all four of my compressors operating at the same time on my package unit. And I can see, okay, here's all my data. I'm going to make a conclusion. Um, you know, and that that's how I use measure quick. So I just, I just want to say, uh, I don't know if you got, you guys missed a few things in here in chat because we've been uh, talking no, away here, but we we got, there nothing. was a super chap in Philip, which we appreciate. Thank you very much. Who's Philip? I know there was a super he super chatter, which is pretty cool of him. And somebody was asking for sizing charts for AC lines and pressure drop allowables. You need to uh, lean on the manufacturers for that. Manufacturer yeah, Google. Even uh he can't Google those. Even big companies like uh what was it uh, Copeland, DuPont, that time they all have sizing charts. Orland just... has a really good one, their product Orland. selection software. Uh yeah. virtual engineer, I think is what it is. And uh go to sporlinonline.com. And I think it's the virtual engineer and you can uh, you can calculate line sizes and everything. And and it's super easy. You just input your BTUs and you close know, your ears, Chris, for a second. Uh, Dan Foss has one, too. It's yeah. yeah. And uh, but you just you just you just got to know your information. Don't go yeah. in there think, not knowing anything. You got to know what you want. You, you know, what is it? The length of your line Brett, set, maybe Brett's your evaporator temperature. I'm going to ask you guys this right here. I'm going to ask the four of us and I want to ask the chat. I asked the same question on my live stream. So my question to you is if you're installing, let's make it super simple, a residential air conditioning system. Okay. You install a five ton condensing unit that has an inch. It's, it's oversized. I'm sorry. No, right. It's but you have a five ton. No, it's oversized. Okay. That's I got you. Realistic. Dumbass. Shut up. <laughs> so you install a five ton. It has an inch and an eighth suction line. Your, uh, your air handler, your evaporator has uh, a 7 eighths inch suction line on it. Which one do you use for your line size? Long answers were okay. I want to know the chat too. The chat. I heard, I heard this in your chat. So I'm not going to say that. Red already knows the answer you, to this. I mean, you, you have to reference what you're doing, right? Like that, That's the point. How long yes. is it? My, it's not you don't you don't base your line sizes off tough. of what your condensing unit has off of what your evaporator has you base it off of your installation needs off of your conditions what is the uh uh line length what is the total equivalent length when it comes to 90s so we're not just concerned about it's measured 50 foot well it's measured 50 foot but there's 72 90s so now it's yeah. measured 600 feet. Because totally equivalent. Although I've heard two a few different things from different people, maybe tech people or whatever, but like bent 90s with like a bender. I've heard people say that does not count as a 90. I've heard heard people say that it counts as feet, but not as much as yeah, a it's such a wide bend. Like there's right. yeah, yeah. Sweeping there Housh, and Housh's comment is and Housh is being sarcastic. But that's unfortunately majority of the people out there. Seven I mean, eighths is easier. I, you know? I so just don't install five tons because I want to I want to run three quarter line sizes. Let's be honest. Yeah. But really, it doesn't matter if you're doing residential, refrigeration, um, ice machines, whatever. You always lean on the manufacturers, right. which inevitably are going to tell you to lean on proper piping practices to look right. at There's charts. There's charts everywhere and all that different yeah. stuff. 
but understand something. That's one of the biggest things that I don't think they're teaching enough in most schools is we're not talking about measured length when you're calculating a line set size. You're talking about total equivalent length. Same thing goes with ductwork. You're not talking about measured length. Flue pipe too. Yeah, you're talking about total yeah. equivalent length. So a 90 yeah. can be six feet if it's a freaking residential you know, whatever. I mean, you it, also have to reference what they call what's the equivalent feet because I've seen certain 90s equivalent to like five feet in an event. You know what I mean? They're yeah. six. So you got in comparison, you know, like just think of a cap tube. You can't just willy nilly use any sort of cap tube. Why? No. And, and cap tubes are a pet peeve of mine because you can go to the supply house and you've got manufacturer of cap tube and there's a chart on the back and it tells you well if you're using a, a three-quarter horsepower compressor that you use this size cap tube well that's bullshit because you don't mm -hmm. because the manufacturers you always lean on the manufacturers when it comes to cap tube sizing because they design their self-contained refrigerators to operate with a bigger condenser and a smaller evaporator or vice versa so you don't use a stupid sizing chart on the back of the cap tube box from supco or whatever those guys don't know crap about sizing yeah, cap trust like me on one of those ask <laughs> I agree. Keep six. You're talking about pool heaters. I'll tell you one thing. Pool heaters suck because they're just pool heaters. If you want a secret, and I suggest this to some people, use a separate boiler with a heat exchanger, and you don't have to change that pool heater every four years because the heat exchanger goes bad. Or not even a heat exchanger. It just goes bad. So like have a boiler, like a cascade system with boilers? Just have a boiler with a separate heat exchanger so no. that both mediums are not touching each other. Here's one a, is one, three, 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 what about well, it? Go ahead, Adam. What about a, a heat pump? Cool heater can sure. you can you use a heat exchanger with that well they are using a heat exchanger probably using a coaxial like a complete separate you know what i mean like it would have to be a dual pump setup or whatever but right can, can you completely separate the chemical water from touching the inside of the heat pump whatsoever Is that um i would say no unless you have a holding tank right because uh, it's professional still, it's, it's, it's still will have to go through a coaxial but um yeah, Mr. Pool Heater Pete. At least us. the coaxial is less likely to get destroyed than, you know, your 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 water going through the whole system of a boy of a pool heater. I know, I've know? never ever even seen a pool heater. No? No, not one time. I've worked on a couple of like crappy ones when customers call like, "My pool guy can't come out for a month. Can you look at it?" I'm like, "I don't know." I <laughs> they suck. <laughs> they suck. I like you see Clive's statement here. I like I heat pools by throwing toasters into them. <laughs> that's a great idea. Electrify everything, bud. Did you guys? That's funny that Clyde brings that up, and it brings up a really funny point. I was um, oh, or a really good point. I was, I don't Avocado know if it was a toast. video. Yeah, I think it was one of Ty's videos, but I think I saw him doing a class, maybe at the symposium or something too. Ty Brenneman, and uh, he was like, I think he's Ty does such a great job because he takes toasters apart. He'll go buy them from like Salvation Army or whatever thrift stores and take toasters apart to help demonstrate HVAC like uh, theory and different things and, and electrical theory and how to calculate BTUs and how to explain how limit switches work. And he literally just takes a toaster apart because it's really easy to pass around and let people stare at the insides and see how many HVAC components are in those. I think it's really I feel cool. Like, that. Is that... Um... I don't know. Like, is that a good comparison? Like, is it, are the components similar enough to where like, it's literally can... got electrical strip heaters in it and an electrical limit switch in it. So if you're trying to explain electrical theory, yeah. And if you're trying to explain electricity and, and how you can calculate, I mean, if you're trying to explain those two things, I guess, yeah. like here's electric heat strips and, you know, not to knock T Y banana, man, don't get me wrong. 
that's not what I'm trying to do. But and yeah, he's I'm not trying to those. explain HVAC with a toaster, but he's trying to stimulate people's minds by by using things that that are simple to hold and not so difficult. Instead of just yeah, saying, I get you. I got you. You've got an air handler in the attic with strip heats. Let me draw Make it with relatable strip to him. Like, you're making it relatable. Uh, yeah. We Weaver is, is saying is aren't they titanium? And I'm not talking about indoor pool, uh, like you could say uh, dehumidification units. I'm talking about outdoor uh, indoor pool. Uh, they're Cooper nickel. But you could get titanium if you upgrade them, and those are badass coaxials. Or you get a Cooper nickel, let's say coaxial condenser with a <laughs> uh, that vented, which is I suggest all the time. But for outdoor pool heat, duck uh, heater should have a bread a, slot. That, you're going through that pool. <laughs> that made me laugh. I mean, you're, you're not wrong. <laughs> you see, <laughs> Clive said duck cheaters should have a bread slot. That's okay. It's just Joe is talking. It doesn't matter. You guys cut off all the time. It's a that no, would, we would be pretty sweet to do that, you know. While you're sitting up in the attic, you're just like, I have to throw a piece of bread in there and have lunch. Like, damn, What's I, that I smell? Be... Oh, shit. I put butter on the bread before I, I really put it use in the some. I have a kind of toast right about now. Sorry, Joe. Go ahead with your story. <laughs> oh, I'm done. I lost my, my, my oh, train of thought a mile, a mile away. Well, that, see, Bing! all the time. See what happens. Muddle in the background. Joe's pissed. This, this is why. This is why Joe starts his stories from the middle because he knows the quicker you can get to the end, the less <laughs> chance he has to get interrupted. <laughs> True. It's a good point there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't have a good Memorial Day weekend. No, I actually I did. I was working. I did lots of cool family stuff. <laughs> you guys suck. No, it was, was a really nice gonna... weekend. I think it was probably one of my yeah, best weekends. Pretty Reminded me of Fourth of too, July I mean, last year. It was super cool. Relax, with the family. Yeah. Barbecue, yeah. yeah. Relax with the family. We got the we got a big old giant bouncy house out for the kids. You know, like cool. we went and trash. got some some cool steaks from a nice butcher. There was a new butcher by me. Oh, that cow that you had flown in specially from <laughs> Vienna because you don't want to eat homegrown cattle. You guys, you guys, you guys criticize me, and and Adam criticizes me, but Adam spends more money than I do. No. I don't think anybody does. <laughs> uh, Adam doesn't have more money than you do. The other day, the other day, Chris is like, "Hey guys, I I finally bit the bullet and bought a few cameras." He's like, how many cameras did you buy for your house, Chris? Like security cameras. He's like, twenty seven. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> 27 <laughs> okay you got, you're, how many you're rooms exaggerating a little bit because the maximum amount of cameras you can use on my system is 11 so i have 11 cameras okay oh, of course <laughs> i, I want to say tonight's top comment goes to mike b what did with you joe's say? stories you have to wait for the prequel to come out <laughs> <laughs> thanks mike <laughs> oh yeah. man i'll take that as a uh, take nice. it as a compliment yeah <laughs> that's funny that's i hear balls Lasko's a- yeah balls is here <laughs> last was asking about your neighbor is any update adam uh no oh, yeah that epic story from last week no are they still uh alive unfortunately nope. no no poop in the pool no we didn't, we didn't do anything no they've been uh they've been quiet although they were outside today and they they told us the because uh, Everyone in the neighborhood has a dog, and occasionally dogs bark, right? All dogs in our neighborhood are barked. Well, mine, mine bark. My dog does not bark a lot, but occasionally she will bark when another dog is walking by. Like, just a bark. It's not like the annoying freaking 10-minute thing. So, um, but uh, that was one of the comments she said last week, too. Like, shut your damn dog up. I hate dogs. Oh, my God. So I was outside, like, chasing around the Wasn't dog. was she yelling at you because you hate trees, but she yeah. hates yeah. dogs? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, who hates yeah. dogs? I know. I got a I got a funny dog story. They don't so do anything to anybody. They're, I told no, like Adam trees. about this. I was I woke up 
and uh, I was turning the shower on and I can hear my dog barking through the bathroom window and I yelled through the bathroom window, Luke, shut up. It was like 630 in the morning. And then my wife heard me and then I heard the sliding glass door open and I hear my wife just screaming her lungs out at the dog. And I'm like, what? the? It's like 630. What is she doing? And so I finish my shower and I get out and I come out and she goes, your fucking dog. And I go, what? She goes, he had a fucking possum in his mouth. I'm like, oh, that's gross. Like, whatever. Apparently, he scared a possum that played dead. So he picked it up and was like, hey, mom. He was trying to bring it in the house. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> he put it down and then it ran away. But oh, fucking dog. Oh, yeah. My nephew's watching this. There. We're dropping F-bombs left and right. I'm thinking, oh, yeah. what kind of parents does he have? Yeah. F you. <laughs> F him in the face. Oh, my God. Yep. I mean... Maybe his parents went on vacation. And they're like, yeah, free reign. So he's like, I'm going to watch the worst thing on YouTube. Pretty much. Uh, the the, the filth. greatest. Okay? The greatest. Like okay. the That's stuff fine. you scrape off the bottom of your garbage can. Oh my God. That's what we are. We're the That's black we eye. Are. The black eye of HVAC. So what's the, HVAC. what's some new stuff you guys have learned this week? You guys learn anything new this week? Um, I'm on a quest to learn more stuff this week, but I don't have much time. So it's mm-hmm. been difficult. Oh, I had an interesting one. I ran a comfort console, Joe's favorite job that I do every so often. Mm-hmm. Uh, HVAC 2.0, our official unofficial sponsor that doesn't pay us. Ultimate, <laughs> ultimate salesman mode. <laughs> Go ahead. Go ahead. So I did. Uh, these people moved into this house. I actually knew the original owners of this house, and I, I worked on it in the past. And it's like this hundred-year-old house, old, like single-pane metal frame windows that swing out. They would feel like wind when they're in the house in the winter, and they could never heat or cool the house properly. Hey, are we talking original windows? Original. Original windows. So they can't be sealed up very good. No, awful. I so mean... they were talking about, originally when I came out, they had an issue with the heat, and I came out, and I'm like, yeah, this cyst, like, everything just kind of sucks here. Like, are you guys comfortable? No. Going over it, blah, blah, blah. Okay, well, like, we ordered these laser-cut windows. The inserts, they're called Indo windows. Mm. um and they're like i I, we're hoping that helps uh and we talked about doing a comfort console blow door test and she's like well how much would it cost you to do it twice i said well i don't need to do the whole thing twice i could just come out and set up the blower door once and then the second time we'll go through the whole shebang all right their air leakage dropped by half and she didn't even have the windows installed in the second floor it was unbelievable how much it helped crazy so what is it like a cover that goes over the windows or is it it's replacing like a, the windows it's like a the, these windows for this house like the the ledge and everything they're probably a foot deep so there's a window and then there's like a ledge all the way around so it's just like a big piece of glass with a rubber gasket and it just slides in and it's like pressure fit on mm. each of them so you can't really open your windows but like when you're so uncomfortable in your house who cares right right a good caulker to the windows yeah that helps big time mike b for sure for any windows Gain every done. So we are doing um Ty Brennan is saying he's looking up now the windows because it's pretty cool. Indo windows. Yeah. I I would say that's probably not the rule um that you have that big of an effect on the wind and a house like that with windows, but this is kind of the exception. Like so how was their comfort after that? They said now now they're comfortable like it was the tail end of the winter, but they said it was like instant, like their comfort was better. So now Whatever system they have in their house is that now oversized for their. Well, that's something to figure out. I was actually that was one of my to do lists for this weekend is to, you know, I took all the measurements, got everything together. I'm gonna do a load calculation on the house. I have the blower door numbers, <laughs> bada bing. 
Mm-hmm. Bada boom. Bada boom. Bada bing, bada boom. Do I have audio issues still? You always have audio yeah, issues. Yeah, I mean, bro. we just assume huh. you have audio issues. Yeah. I mean, okay. he's not That's wrong. He's just he's just e- either early or late with that comment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe he didn't. Update your browser there, Brett. I got audio issues, but you got to update your, uh, recycle your browser there, bud. Mm. No, I'm going to defend Brett. Your audio okay, cool. sucks, bro. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> they had a, they had a, it's not a new podcast, but the one I listened to recently uh, from Brett Pretzel in the Advanced Refrigeration Boys, uh, Dirty Rack Cleanup, talking about oh. uh, cleaning up the racks and, and uh, not like actually scrubbing them down, but you know, like when yeah. they're actually contaminated and things like that. Good idea. Good stuff. I, I mean, I really like listening to that stuff, but it's so hard for me to visualize it because I don't work in that part of the industry. So, but real good, real good material. If you guys don't subscribe or listen to the Advanced Refrigeration Podcast, be sure to do so. We should as well have, as the HVAC Overtime Podcast. We yeah, should have. We'll uh, we should have both of them on the show. Kevin, we Cup should, and Brett Pretzel. Mm-hmm. That we should. Super awkward, Kevin Compass Kevin, and Kevin can compete with Joe's audio. Problem solved. Nice. They can have I mean, a competition. Who's is better? When I met Kevin in, in real life, he's a really he, cool dude. Actually, he is really cool, but he looks like he's from Indiana. Let's be honest. Yeah, that's true. Let's be honest. He's a cool, dude. He he is a really smart dude. I'm blown away with the, Kevin how young he is too. And you're he, like for real? In, <laughs> in, like he, he's he's uh, not even thirty yet, right? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think no, he's thirty. He's been, it's like dude is a genius. 13, 14 years he's been doing this. Yeah. You know, he's uh, he's just one of those smart guys that I think he's drawn to this. He finds it fascinating. He absorbs it well. He he processes it well. He's he's fully just involved, engulfed in it. He loves it's it. It's interesting too when it comes to the the I don't know what kind of a mind like an analytic. I don't think it's analytical, but I, I don't know when it comes to the technically minded people how we all have our own little quirks, right? Like right. I'm weird in my own ways, but we're all weird like you can categorize this as weird in one way or another right every one of us brett kevin um clive i mean all of us we are wearing sunglasses technically minded we're on the the spectrum as clive said clive clive has me always thinking that i'm on the spectrum for sure so (laughs) i think he's right honestly i do too i think that's one of my reasons why i get so frustrated when i get phone calls or when i get bothered when i'm doing things is because I'm probably somewhat on the spectrum yeah. of whatever it is. I, I'm, I mean, it, hang, hanging, out with you, hanging out with you guys in Florida, we are incredibly different types of people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? The, like yeah. I know Rick or uh, Joe wasn't there, but Rick and we were all 100, like we're polar opposites, all of us. And we we're just hanging yeah. out. This is kind it of was hilarious. Opposites, but have the same interests. In but, and you know what? We got along completely fine. Yep. Right. Yep. 100 percent. i, had, for, I, yeah, I genuinely had no hesitation for rick that was the first time that i met you guys but i had no hesitation i now, don't know i walked downstairs and i saw chris smiling what's going on i'm like i feel like this guy's gonna freaking have my kidneys out <laughs> <laughs> um so, somebody in like, chat well first of all i want to comment about that cleaning system i think clean uh, an, even an old system is really crucial because to find leaks later on it's much more easier when you have a clean cabinet inside a system but um, somebody was saying on new changeouts, he finds a lot of them overcharged. That's interesting because uh, it could be kind of true if they're. Uh, I can hmm. see that happening. Yeah, Ty's got an identical twin brother. I totally that drew me off of whatever it was you were saying. Ty you know? was funny. Ty, I know. 
was shit-faced drunk uh, the last time I saw him, and that was hilarious. And Ty's a really nice person, and when he's drunk, he's really nice too. So mm. super fun. Yeah, I was. Uh, we left a day early, and uh, that was the day after, right? You were referring to. Yeah, you guys left early. I stayed another day. Trevor was a little slash, little sloppy, a little, little slurry. Good time, man. I want to. I want to have that. I want to do like. I wish we could do those different times, like multiple times a year. That'd yeah. be really. Yeah, cool. that would be cool. Like twice a year, it would be. Cool. Do one. Well, or yeah, maybe Just twice so a year. Brian does do his it. in in January, February, and then it'd be cool to do another one in like November, December. That'd be kind of cool. So like we could have our own like the uh you know how ICP has the gathering of the juggalos like we yep. could have just like the gathering of all just the filthy degenerate of the HVAC industry sounds great which is our audience watching us right now exactly <laughs> we'd have it like down south somewhere where all of our audience is from and we can meet up hang out do some I... crawfishing or whatever they do I, mean, <laughs> I don't have a crab boil I don't know what it is. I don't, Adam, if you see this a lot on new charts, do you come around any new startups that are uh, strictly overcharged? I mean, I would say most most systems. I mean, I don't really work on new equipment that's like new, new. You know, it's because it's how often is somebody calling you and it's somebody else's install, right? But I would say, yeah, like how often are things set up crop properly where you have right. air set up right, charge set up right? I think I think that's half of it. They're not they're not checking, let's say even airflow is huge. And they're not checking the uh ambient inside, outside, just not doing anything. They're just probably charging for subcooling as much subcooling as we want, overcharging the system and say La Vie, they got overcharged just by going by subcooling. You can't just go by subcooling. No, you got to look at the whole system. You got to look at the whole at system. Airflow, because it all works together. So That's right. It That's all right. works together. Like You could have all kinds of problems, but I say it's time to wrap it. We've been going for a while. What time is it? 7.22. Oh, wow. Okay, hmm. so I should press. Yeah. Like, he's, he's Thanks, George. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, George, thanks again. Well, it's going to blast. It's going to blast. I'm sorry. I don't do see a Chevy GMC as we head out. Let's leave our let's leave our viewers with something positive to say. Like this week, go into this week and crush it. Just do your very best. Make yourself a better technician, a better person, a better whatever you are in this world. Are you just trying to copy Trevor or what? No, try to. Trevor already got the conversation started. Trevor's still trying to get one started. Uh, (laughs) Here's the thing: Trevor screwed up his T-shirt. If you noticed, oh no. It's his tagline is let's get a conversation started. Right. And his shirt says, let's get a conversation going. No, 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 no. Yeah, that, has to be that uses that tagline too. No. Okay. No. Oh, he started. That's every time I've ever heard I mean, of him. Yeah, he's kind of I'm flipping gonna, and flopping there. I'm gonna send Trevor like I'm gonna go find a self-help book on how to get conversations started and send it to Trevor. John <laughs> Key, we all agree. Good idea, Chris. Just gotta break it. I don't know you. But John Key, I'm an asshole too, bro. You're not an you. You got some good points, I'm sure. But no, man. Like, try to go into this week and just do whatever you can to become a better person. Like, I'm not one of these gurus, but I'll tell you what. I've been on a personal journey of self growth, of um, you know, dealing with my mental issues, dealing with my physical issues. You know, getting in better shape, physically, mentally, making myself better. You know, like just. Go out there and be better. 
Now, let me interrupt you for a second, guys. I would take what he says with a grain of salt because it was this week that his phone rang and he smashed his coffee cup for five minutes. smashed the fucking shit out of that coffee cup. Probably has a hole in his freaking dash from it. Like His radio no longer works in the heat. It's now this tall. <laughs> that call list in about an hour, though, Bill, it was pretty extensive. It still holds you know, coffee. Yeah, you saw it. I mean, <laughs> my God, dude, at like four o'clock, and I get that last phone call. I'm just like, sorry, coffee cup. You're going to take the brunt of this shit, bro. <laughs> Better a coffee cup than uh, bam, anything bam, else. Bam. At one point, as I'm smashing that coffee cup into the dashboard, I was like, I hope I don't set off the airbags. <laughs> that would yeah. suck. You know? That would like, suck, dude. That's yeah, an instant that two grand right know. there per airbag. Like, oh, I'm just sorry. like smashing, then all of a sudden I get flung back in the seat by this airbag, you know? Oh. But, you know, it's stuff like that. Like, I'm human. I have these moments where I get frustrated and, like, I'll call my boss and just bitch or complain or whatever. And then I'll call back later and be like, yeah, man, I'm just venting, you know? And he's like, yeah, I get it. You know, we all, well, we all have to do that. But, like, there's healthy venting, in my opinion. And then there's just, you're just crazy and you're just angry and frustrated all the time and you don't know what to do with it. Yeah. Bill's just drinking the Kool-Aid, Michael. Mm. So he's just drinking. Hey, the after Kool-Aid. the show, Mike, let, let's talk about, let's talk about your beliefs and whether, you, whether what you're doing is, <laughs> is right or not. Let's, hey, let's have Bill, a conversation. Dustin, Dustin Cole and Chad was saying oh. he has a spot for you down south if you need it. Guys, I just thought nice. about it. We should totally make like, you remember how I told you guys I got that Colt flyer at the first symposium? Like the guy gave me an invitation. We should make oh, a flyer yeah. for overtime. That's like a Colt fucking flyer and then pass it out when we go places. Like it has all kinds of reasons why you should watch the HVZ overtime show and join our little group and I mean, can you, benefits of it. I don't feel like we're culty enough. To but be we can make it. Dude. Could be. We'll make, make it culty. All we need is a flyer. No, you know what we need to do? Hire method actors to dress up like Mormons and pass those out for us. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, that would be amazing. Yes. <laughs> we, we go to the symposium. Door to door. Like, oh, hey, Brian, no, no, no. we're only coming if we can have 10 extra tickets because right. we have 10 friends coming with and we, us. And, and they, they surround us the whole time. <laughs> but I'd they say surround not us Mormon, the whole time. Not Mormons. They have to be like Buddhist monks. In yeah. robes, oh white God. robes. As long as they're all matching. Thanks. Oh wow. yes, they all wear a name tag that says HVAC overtime, and then mm-hmm. they're gonna walk around in their nice little outfits. They're gonna come on bicycles with helmets too, and they're That's gonna ride million. into the symposium and then start passing out the flyers. What oh, if it was so a group like epic. a mariachi group? Oh, that'd be sw- we could we could just do instead of passing out flyers, we could just hire a mariachi group to follow us around and play music. Yep. They would encircle be us because there's like nine people in a mariachi band. Yeah, they all play the same <laughs> instrument, but they all play one string. <laughs> we should do that. Uh, so, so I will tell this story. So, the first symposium, uh, a gentleman had walked up to me and he he says, "Hey, you're will Chris." Speed from- just, sorry, Chris, but Will Speed just just came up with our tagline. We have no individual names. We are all HVAC overtime. There you go. But uh, yeah, a gentleman came up to me and handed me a flyer and said how much he liked my videos. And he was like, hey, you live in California. We have a restaurant here. And the restaurant was called the Yellow Deli Restaurant. I didn't think anything of it. All you guys that are watching the stream right now, Google the Yellow Deli Cult. Mm -hmm. All right. So anyways, I start reading this flyer when I get back to my hotel room. And I'm like, holy shit. And my wife's like, what? Because she was there with my kids at like Disney World the first time. And she's she's like, what? And I go, I got invited to a cult and she's like, what? And I'm reading this flyer and I go, this is a fucking cult. This dude wants me to go to his restaurant and it's the way that they fucking get you to get into the cult. And yep. I still want to go to that restaurant. And she like forbids me. I just want to go check out the restaurant. I'm not going to go with you. I mean, what if he just wanted to get his ice machine working again? 
Oh, I'm sure he does. Let me let me just say that this particular place they have uh, on the middle of the Appalachian Trail. They had at one point like a rest and relaxation center where they have drinks and places for people to chill out and relax. Okay, so when you go on the Appalachian Trail, there's a lot of people out that are hiking the Appalachian Trail to find themselves. Right. They're searching for themselves or they're in a weird place in their life. And imagine you're fucking lost. You stumble upon you're exhausted, you're thirsty or whatever. Right. You're eating this bullshit food that you have in your backpack and you stumble across this rest and relaxation center and it's a fucking cult. And they just want to, they're going to give you stuff and they want you to sit down and they're going to fucking mm -hmm. groom you. This is a cult, dude. Look up the Yellow Deli restaurant. Shit Monkey's saying, oh, the Yellow Deli cult British. I'm proud. Nope. <laughs> it's pretty wow. funny, man. Yellow Deli restaurant. So I know they're British. But anyways, let's let's end it. Let's see. Sirith Keep Six? Wow. What do you say? What, what? what happened? There's one in Kingston, Ontario. Yeah, they're 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 all over the place. Mm. Google the Yellow Deli yeah, restaurant. Illuminati. It's a fucking cult, man. This is something uh, we might have to look into this. And they 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 have community funds. They they all share their money and fucking they work. Uh, the restaurants are the way that they generate a lot of their money, and people have jobs at the restaurants, and it's pretty fucking awesome. Wow, cool. How about that? What? Yep. All right, we Let's tried to end in this like five times. This yeah. is gonna bust your ears out, so I don't really care. Yeah. Let's end it. Let's end it. Let's end it. Boom. Hmm. This is, her, this is her new ending or something? Yeah. <laughs> is that what we pay the guy for? A big bang? No. Is he trying to tell you hey, something? Joe, how much yeah. did you pitch in to pay the guy? <laughs> Whatever's on the channel. <laughs> that channel is on me. Well, oh, this, guy's a little conceited. this guy flew the coop with our money. He left Fiverr. He's gone. He's gone. gone. He created gone. a new account. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Sorry. Like Gwen Stefani, no doubt. I emailed him the other day. I said every single good And he said, uh, dude, inflation is hitting us hard. We got to raise the price. No way. <laughs> he didn't. Yeah. He did not say that. That's all right, bro. Dude, like, this is two months ago. Like, this is you should have just typed back. But, dude, you're in Pakistan. I have American dollars. We ain't buying Enough equipment said, here. This bro. is software. There's no Enough inflation said. going on. <laughs> Times are tough, Joe. Sorry? Times are tough. Yeah. Come on. Times are tough. Fire him. Nope. Flick right. your hands. I'm hot, dude. It's freaking hot in my office. Need the money to fix my air conditioner. Because your office is in California. Yep. There's no airflow. It's ridiculously loud. Yeah, you guys have a good week, Ty. Kind of keep six. Jesus. Yeah, you guys oh, have a good week. Happy birthday, Ty Banana Man. That was uh, yesterday, wasn't it? <laughs>